Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. message there. Someone's got themselves into a real situation that they can't get themselves out of. They're in the valley of despond and despair. But God wants you to know that he's got that situation in hand. Hallelujah. He wants you to rejoice over it tonight. Hallelujah. He doesn't want you to get under it, but he wants you to get over the top of this situation. It's been getting you down and bogging you down for weeks and weeks on end. But God has got this situation in hand. And he wants you to know that you're an overcomer in this situation. And he wants you to know it's all in hand. It's all in control. He's in control of that situation. If you'll just give that burden and put it into his hands, he will give you the answer. But you've got to stop praying. You've got to stop pleading. You've got to stop begging. You've got to stop fretting. You've got to stop worrying. And you've got to give this situation over to God. And you know what it is. I can tell you what it is, but I'm not going to. Because God doesn't want us to do these things. But God wants you to give it into his hands. As you give it into his hands, give it to him. Then you'll be able to begin to rejoice and leap over those things that are casting you and bogging you down. And that is the message for you tonight. Someone particular in this meeting that it's burdened down with this trial. It's something that you've done, it's your own making. It's your own making. But God wants to make it an overcomer tonight. Hallelujah. Loving Heavenly Father, we just praise and thank you again for a company like this tonight. We thank you, Lord. You know every one of us. You know just where we are in every way, in body, soul, and spirit. We ask, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, for thy precious will, to be done in this meeting. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege we have to come along again to a meeting like this where the Spirit can have free course. We say, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you'll move in old time power, that signs and wonders will be done again in the name of the Holy Child Jesus. Oh God, tonight we pray you'll set the captives free, heal sick bodies, bind the blue broken hearted, and baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. We give you all the praise and glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
is the prayer of my heart tonight. Keep me true. Lord Jesus, keep me true. There's a race that I must run. Thou victory's to be won. Give me power every hour to be true. Brothers and sisters, we're running a race. And time is running out. I pray tonight that God will move in old time power upon all of our hearts. That we'll have such a mighty feeling in this wonderful Holy Spirit. That we'll receive that mighty feeling, so much power come within us. That we'll be bursting to tell people about this new and living way. There's only one way, brother and sister. We never know who's next. We've just lost a lovely sweetheart. Well, lost her from here. It's God's victory. He's taken her. Our dear sister, bless her heart. Sheila's gone to glory. We never expect her to go so quick as that. We've no idea she's going to go as quick as that. I might be next, but you might be next. We never know. Sheila's gone to glory. She's finished her work. She's still home to be with Jesus. But we are still here. She opened the door for revival to Fiskerton. She's the one that opened the door. In the first place, she just rung up on the telephone. She said, oh, Mr. Staple, I said, yes, Henry. Will you come to a meeting? And that's how all this started. And I said to her when I went, only the first meeting, I said, you know, you've been having these little do's before, but if you'll only let God have a go, he'll pack the place out. We need to have praises, we need to have different ministers were there. And oh dear, oh dear, what a miserable job it was. What a miserable job it was. Talking about it, but never entering in. But thank God we stood for what God had given us and it set the folks free. We have received something, brothers and sisters, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, and we will not compromise. We've got a job to do. We've got a job to do, and we're going to do it. This platform's a free platform. We've fought left, right, and centre for free platforms. I cannot be anywhere unless it's a free platform. When the ones have it on free platform before, we made our own platform. We went in the marketplaces and packed the marketplaces out. We could do the same again. This is a free platform. No condemnation. Setting the captives free. Well, anyway, praise God, we went to see Sheila. And all of the happened. When all of the people went, I stayed. And I was there all three o'clock in the morning. The witness had got something different to what other people had got. Now I have, you know. Have you? I have. I've got life. Can't die for the life of me. Life, eternal life, isn't it? It's true. It was so startling. A lovely man named Arthur, her husband. When all the other people had gone, he came in and was there while three o'clock in the morning. I said to Arthur, said, you know, Arthur, this will shoot you down to the ground. Never met him before in my life. This will shoot you down to the ground. It'll change your life. You'll do more business if you get this. And he couldn't, little lovely man, he couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. But they kept me there while three o'clock in the morning. I went home and come, wondered where I got to. I go along again. Same thing happens again till three o'clock in the morning. She invited the glory man, she never knew what was going to happen. 
And it's the same with you and everybody else. You, brother and sister, you have the power to change people. But now she's in glory. Then we say, well, shall we have a meeting? And the old Mrs. Chapel says, yes. And when now she's sweeping up doing here for the first time, and I'm over there and I'm putting banners up and doing this, and I'm talking, and everything's so quiet, and there was she was breaking her heart, crying. Bless you, what's the matter? She said, last somebody's come to help us. <laughs> Just there. But she's in glory now. She was faithful to what God had given to her, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Sheila. God bless you. We'll see you before long, don't She'll be caught up pets, you know. We're not going to mourn about it. We're going to rejoice. She was a means of her husband getting delivered. Brothers and sisters, we've got something wonderful. But all fast that which thou hast got, and let no man take your crown. Don't let him take that little bit of joy. Keep filled with the Spirit. Yeah. You've only got to stand up and something happens to folks. This gospel works not by what you say by blowing Jesus down the neck, but what you are. If you're a true witness, you can deliver the men and women. Yeah. And it says I'm jolly well right. It, this Gospel works. Oh, hallelujah, gospel works, brothers and sisters. It brings love and joy and peace. I've been reading today in its Corinthians there, it says, if a man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. Let us be right, let us face facts. There was a time when I wasn't a new creature, but I am a new creature tonight. I am absolutely changed by the power of God. I had some near shaves of coming in and got nearly there, but I'm in now. And I'm in for good. And and I'm not moving out of it. This thing is so precious. Oh, we have a temple not made with hands eternally. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. You said the same. Say, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Now praise him. Come on, praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, this salvation, brothers and sisters, it's so precious, it's so real. Shall we, by the grace of God, every one of us, start to lay up treasures in heaven? Because we know not, I might be the next, you might be the next. Age doesn't come into this. I never expected she'd go before Henry, but she's gone. It might be Fred next, might be you next. Well, what does it matter, brother, if we're ready? But oh, hallelujah. But my brothers and young men and young people, I plead with you in the name of Jesus, we're in a very dangerous world. They can talk nothing about atom bombs and all that stuff. And they're coming, they're coming. Get under the blood. Keep covered under the blood. Keep filled with the Spirit. In a moment, in a twinkling of an hour, we're going to be glorious and raptured. Oh, hallelujah. The more I go on, the more thrilled I am about this gospel. What it's done for Henry Staples. You know, when it's been burning in my soul, I've been here, but I've smelt it and I've felt it. When I, but my wife's come home and it's rubbed off here onto me and it set me going. And our meetings hadn't finished, you finished at 11, perhaps I was going about 2 o'clock in the morning because she's got wound up and filled with the Spirit. Now that's what we want in this meeting tonight. Everybody's so filled with the Spirit that you radiate Jesus and His Lord. 
Oh, Jesus, he sees it. And this wonderful little hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. You know, I'm so thrilled and so excited tonight because this works. A man come to do a job on my boat and he couldn't leave me. He says, let's go in the boat and talk, Henry. He wanted to talk about Jesus. He said, I've never met a man like you before. Of course, he hadn't. But I had a jolly good talk to him, and he went away with literature. He went away with everything, and he was astounded at what happens. And do you know what he said to me, Henry? He said, I think, I think, I've never heard a man say this before. He said, I think, you know, to get this the world out of the mess, we ought to have a world government. I said, well, you are quoting scripture, and that is what's coming, a world government. And you've said it. Here you are, take this on. This trailer and read all about it. Come by, says, my God, it's true, you know. It's true. It's true. I said, well, you'll never be the same again. It's the fact, Chef, what I've told you comes along again. And then we have another chat. Brothers and sisters, we've got something to give to the folks. And it's life. And it ain't religion. It didn't join in our crowd. It's getting filled with this wonderful Holy Spirit. Get saved and enjoy life. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Get saved and enjoy life. Praise the Lord, this is wonderful. Brothers and sisters, I'm so thrilled that you're saved here, but I'm thrilled that I'm saved. Oh, I'm thrilled about this wonderful new and living way which God's brought Henry Staples into. For years and years I searched for it. I'm never going to lose it. I'm not walking on a tight rope so not to fall off. You won't fall off for this. It's established fact, it's done. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not, you know, don't go where they are. You know, the other day, I went in a place and I pulled some things out of my pocket and all these things, and I shook, I'm sorry, all them things dropped like it's on the floor. I said, I'm sorry about that, what are they? Oh, I said, just what you want, lad. But get right with God. I said, I said, oh, I said take that. I said, it's later than you think. I said, no, that's what you want. The census people came round to see me. I didn't like filling them census people. <laughs> she said, have you filled it in? I says, no, I can't fill that in. I don't, I fill some of it in. Can you do it? She says, so she looks, well, yeah, she said, I'll fill it in. I says, well, you look a nice, lovely lass, you do. I said, well, we have some lovely meetings. Why don't you come to some of our meetings? Where do you, where are they? I said, a biscuit and a chapel on Saturday night. She says, oh, well, she says, I might do some time. I said, in the meantime, You've had to give either of your senses, is mine. Take that one. <laughs> a first class ticket to glory. Yeah. A first class ticket to glory. Yeah. Get right with God, it's later than you think. You know, I'm so sure that Jesus is coming, that he's burning with my soul, when, before I got this glory, and before I could really get the glory, I had to be right with God. It cannot come in a dirty vessel. You may be washed pure and clean by the precious blood of the Lamb and love God with all your heart or as much as you know. You love him. And then you do something for you. Well, it was by a man warning to me, get right with God as late as you think. I was so taken up with this get right with God as late as you think that 31 years ago, I had 4,000 of these tickets printed. And you know, and we throwed them everywhere. And you know, I felt such a burning in my soul that I'd got to get some more done. So I rung a man up, used to come to Mansfield Marketplace. I said, are you there, Jack? He said, ah. I said, can you print me some things? He has a printing shop in his garden. 
is a, is a, is an old Salvation Army man. I don't know what's going on with the Lord at the moment, but he will be done before long. <laughs> and I rung him up. I said, I want him to do a job for me, Jack, and I want him to do it in about four days. I want about 4,000 tickets printed. Get right with God, it's later than you think. He said, uh, I'll do them for you anyway. So I went to see him and said, I want them printed. I said, I'm doing different colours. I said, don't care how you do them as long as I get them. I said, but can I have them for sale to wait for a certain date? I want to take them to Holly Bush. I took 2,000 there. They need it over there, you know. Anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> and we need it here too. <laughs> anyway, I, I said, I'd get this thing, so I said, you know, Jack, when he printed them, I said, now that's lovely, isn't it? It's for you as well, you know, my lad. I said, well, I said, uh, how much is it? He said, oh, it won't cost you anything. Give me them. That's God, isn't it? 4,000 printed for the glory of God. So, brothers and sisters, tomorrow, I've got, I've got 100 packets of them with these in. And tomorrow, well, when Monday, I want everyone's one. I can give you them and give them out. Drop them anywhere, just anywhere, you know. You know, if one, he needs it. It, it's so important, brothers and sisters, to get right with God. I don't just mean, I mean really right. Because you cannot have this power unless you are right. There's no half measures, the old-fashioned way. You must be washing the precious blood of the Lamb. And I, I've been feeling, I've been burning in my soul. It's just... <laughs> God's given me a trumpet, I'm going to blow it. And I pray that God will work on all your hearts, that you'll start blowing your trumpet, because brother and sister, it's later than you think. Jesus is coming. He's coming in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye. In such an hour as you think not, just when you don't think, it's coming, brothers and sisters. One day, it'll be the last time you'll come in this biscuit place. One, it'll be the last meeting you'll ever come to, we've been glory. Oh, my heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you know the desire of my heart. You can see and read, Lord, that which was in me that just craves that men and women should really get right with you and get filled with this Holy Spirit. Oh, God, I pray, even in this meeting tonight, that you wake up the dead, you move in old time power and realize, Lord, to buy up the time in the name of Jesus. Move on every heart now. Oh, God, move on every heart now. Lord, my God, see, Buriai, Shandago, Solomon, die, Lushi, Guguria, Put your hands upon one another, brother. I really mean this. Let us wait upon God now to receive restraint, to receive a mighty quickening, to receive your healing, to be set free in Jesus' name. Brother, sister, God has brought you here for a purpose tonight. Please, in the name of Jesus, turn your faith loose tonight. God loves you with an everlasting love. I can tell you what heavy state you're in. You can be delivered. The precious blood still cleanses from all sin and make you pure and clean away with condemnation. Be set free in Jesus' name. Oh, God.
God, just visit every soul now. Come on, brother, come on, sister. Be filled with the Spirit. Let us hear that new tongue now. Speak in your new tongue now, brother. Come on, sister. Come on, that God, shaka body, I cut on that. You know, he's wonderfully real tonight, bless him. I said he's wonderfully real tonight, bless him. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad. I'm glad tonight that Jesus is not only alive, but he's alive in my heart. And that's what really matters to me. You know, a lot of people would confess tonight that Jesus is alive. But you know, when you can say, that is alive in your heart. This is something wonderful that comes only from God. Hallelujah. And I'm thrilled about it tonight. Thank you, Jesus. You know, tonight, I believe that God desires every one of us to have a new and a more precious and a more closer walk with him. You know, I could feel Henry pouring his heart out tonight and you just feel you want to be at the back of him and be able to take something out of you and put it into him that he might, you know, oh, you can really feel that God is wanting to stir up the people to have a real living relationship with him. And while he was speaking tonight and I was looking at people's faces, you know, and it's true, it shows on our faces whatever we've been going through. You'll deny it, 
You'll deny it. I was thinking about Faith when she was a little girl, you know. Can you remember the blue bags? Can you remember the dolly blue bags? Well, she had pinched the mum's dolly blue bag and she'd been eating it. And her mum said to her, have you had the blue bag? She says, no, mum. No. Are you sure you're naughty girl? I haven't. But it showed all over her face. And sometimes we de will deny that we've been touched with other things, you know. No, definitely not. I haven't been with religious people. I've been entering into the spirit all over the place. But it shows. It shows. And you know, tonight, while Henry was speaking, it reminded me of when Brother Arthur Burt came, and a long time ago, some years ago, and he was, he was explaining to us Henry's ministry. He was, he, he, was, he was trying to put him on a natural basis. Who was walking along the riverbank and he sees a man drowning. And he's crying out, oh, help me. And he says, you know, the man going along the riverbank, he, he'll grab the lifeboat and throw it out to him. And as he grabs it, he'll pull him in. And he'll save him from a sudden death. And while he was speaking, I was re reminded of a man who was once brought into the hospital who had tried to drown himself. And a policeman dived into the river and brought him out. And another policeman came up and saw him. And he said, who fetched him out? And he says, I did. He said, you idiot, you should have left him alone because he'll only do it again. And somebody will die trying to save him. You see, he was continually trying to commit suicide. And I find myself, and I'm going to, you know, I've just started a week of nights and I should be going away shortly, but surely, before this week has ended, there'll be either two or three people that I shall be assisting with in the accident department because they've come to the end of their life or they think that they have. They've nothing to live for. And so they decide that they're going to end it by an overdose of tablets or drowning or something like this. And you know, if you said to them, what is it that you really want? Yeah. They'd say, well, if I could just have some more money, I, I, could, I could live. I'm hard up. My husband, he doesn't give me any money. <coughs> or if I only knew how I was going to do this, or if I could only face up to that, I could live. But they only want one thing. Just one thing. A reason for living. If you can give a man or a woman a reason for living, they'll never try to take the life again. And the awful thing is that time after time we see the same face laid on the same table with the same tears and the same cry from the heart, I've nothing to live for. And you think, well, it was only last week that we washed you out. We took you to a psychiatrist. We did everything that there was, and here they're back again, saying, I've nothing to live for. 
And the awful truth is tonight that there are some of you in the meeting that God has blessed by the moving of the Spirit and has brought you out of your religious bondage and you've thrown yourself right back into the same religious bondage and you say, oh, not me. Not me, but you have. Thrown yourself right back to the very place that God lifted you from. Oh, God, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Sometimes it's as though if we were to ask God for this, we'd be asking him for all that heaven contained. It's as though at times all we dare say is, Lord, let me see the joy of my salvation. Lord, let me just have a taste of the joy of my salvation. Let me feel the joy of my salvation. But oh, if we'll really cry out to God, Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I tell you, Jesus is a joy of living tonight. I tell you, there's nothing else. There's no other desire that I have that's causing me to press on. I have no other vision tonight. I don't want to do anything outside of the will of God. I tell you tonight that Jesus is the joy of my living. I tell you this, that if you give me all the pleasures of this world, and if my pockets was full of money, and I had everything that this world could possess, there'd be no peace, there'd be no joy, there'd be no satisfaction like being in love with this man of Calvary. Oh, bless him tonight. Oh, God, restore unto this people the joy of their salvation. Oh, I would that God would touch every one of your hearts tonight. I would that every one of you would be honest with God tonight. I would that every one of you would be really real with God tonight. And you would cry from the bottom of your heart, Oh, God, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Because I feel tonight, oh, there's a burden on my heart that all oh, that there's some of you going to go away from this place tonight and you'll go back in the very pit that God is trying and desiring to deliver you from. I want to tell you this and I know from the bottom of my heart when God set me free, he gave me a wonderful vision to press on to the mark of the prize of the great high calling that is in Jesus Christ. And I tell you this, brothers and sisters, that bondage comes in all sources of disguises. Oh, he'll come in disguise of a glorious spirit. He'll come in disguise of a spirit of freedom. He'll come in disguise of a spirit of understanding. He'll come in a spirit of disguise, disguise of revival even. But I tell you this, unless Jesus is your joy for living tonight, you might as well pack up because you're never going to make it anyway. And I tell you, it's time. It's time that we was really honest with God. And you know, it keeps coming to me what Denise told us some time ago. Do you remember when she stood up here and told us about being honest with God? Do you remember she told us about the man who was blind and went to Jesus and, and Jesus prayed for him and he said, now how are you? And she was telling us, you know, it had it, been so easy for that man to, to think in his mind, oh, well, God's prayed for me. Jesus prayed for me. I'll tell him I'm all right. Everything's all right. But you know, she said he was honest with God. She said, he said to him, I see men as trees walking. 
And Jesus prayed for him again and set him free. And I tell you, beloved, tonight there is a lot of people who are coming into the meeting and this is their vision. They only see man as trees walking. They've never really seen Jesus for what he is and for who he is. I tell you, at Sheila's funeral, a man was telling me and he was telling Tom he had never believed. Jesus would never have me. I'd never let him have me. And his, and his wife was despairing and I said to her, I said, you know this, it's not the decision that he'll make whether he'll ever see God. But I said, tell you this, that if ever he saw Jesus, he'd fall in love with him. Hallelujah. Whom to know his life eternal. And I tell you, when, Je when the Holy Spirit reveals unto you Jesus, you'll fall in love with him. I tell you, it's time to stop messing about. And I believe it's touched every one of our lives again. Because Sheila's gone on before, as you heard Henry a long time ago, said he was feeling that his time was almost at an end. But who would think that Sheila was going to slip in between him and God and go long before it? And the thing is, the truth is, that one of you in the meeting, one of us in this meeting, is going to be the next to stand before God. One of us in this meeting is going to be the next to stand before God. And it really matters to me tonight, and I believe it really matters to every one of us, that during this convention time, that we get a real desperate feeling within our souls that we might be right with God. That we should cry from the bottom of our heart, Oh God, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Let's be men before God. Let's stand up and be counted. Let's have nothing to do with that that is not of him. Refuse to let it touch you. Throw it off, cast it off. And let's put on the cloak of righteousness, a cloak of rejoicing, hallelujah, and to enter into the realms of the spirit or oh, I tell you some of us we'll live anywhere we'll put up with any old rubbish anything will do us any old meeting any old preaching any old sermon oh it, oh, it was very nice any old thing will do but you know when it comes to this worldly goods we'll only go after the best we only want to go after the best but you know how much more we should determine in our hearts tonight Lord I'll leave the things of the world behind Let's go after the best that there is in God, to seek after God. You know, I've been feeling in these, when I saw on the television, I saw all this, this strife in the streets, all the war and the bloodshed and the burning down. And I thought, you know, all the politicians are trying to give an answer to it. The social leaders are trying to find an answer to it. You know, I was thinking that the answer should be, and I say this again to you, the answer.